Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Tuesday, October 11th. 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 16th of Tishrei, 5783 in the Hebrew calendar. We are back from a long holiday weekend, which was the first observed part of Sukkot. Sukkot is a seven-day holiday where Jewish people sit outside in makeshift huts that are constructed just for the week. The idea is to eat meals inside the sukkah, and you're supposed to feel a bit like you're dwelling in there to remember the times of our ancestors when they were tenting in the desert on their way to the promised land. During the times of the Holy Temple, before it was destroyed, Jews used to come to Jerusalem from far and wide, and they would make their sukkahs outside of the Holy Temple, and it was a whole festival with food and friends, and it was basically a big camping experience. Today, most people just have dinner in their sukkah at night or eat with their friends. I hope that answered some questions for you if you don't know what Sukkot is. This time of year in Israel, people are working at around 50% capacity, maybe even less. Everything is closed down from the first 24 hours of the holiday, and then in the middle of the seven days, people are doing some work but trying to have a good time and the last 24 hours of the holiday is also an observed part that's going to come on Sunday and so everything is going to be closed down on that day as well. So beginning end and the days in the middle are supposed to be fun times and I hope you're having fun. Now let's get to the news. Breaking news just minutes before recording this show we discovered an Israeli soldier has been killed in a drive-by shooting in the northern West Bank. This just happened hours ago, so Tuesday afternoon. The man was brought to the emergency room, but he died on the way to get treatment. He was on duty in the Shaveh Shamron settlement. A new Palestinian militant group called the Lion's Den took responsibility for the attack and others in recent weeks. The group is responding to sweeping raids by Israeli defense forces and taking matters into their own hands as IDF officers try to arrest terrorists responsible for a number of attacks that happened throughout the spring and summer, which killed 19 Israeli civilians. The soldier had been securing a march hosted by settlers in a nearby town when this happened. They do the march every year around the holiday of Sukkot, which is underway now. The man had been at a military guard post when a car sped by the Granat interchange and started shooting several rounds. One of those killed him. We will keep you updated on this developing story. New news on the Lebanon-Israel maritime border issue. Last week, a United States negotiator named Amos Hochstein submitted what he called a final draft agreement. Lebanon rejected the buoy line that was recommended to separate Israel from Lebanon at sea. That's why it's called a buoy line. 
And then Israel rejected Lebanon's suggestions to change that final draft. Today, there's an update with Israel saying there is a historic deal on the way because Israel's demands and changes were taken into account. And Israel's national security advisor, who led negotiation talks on Israel's behalf, even said that the revisions to the deal protect Israel's security interests and that the country is on the way to a historic agreement because of that. Beirut's top negotiators over in Lebanon say they too feel that their concerns have been met. In addition to defining a proper border, the issue at hand here is the Karish gas rig out at sea that both Israel and Lebanon would like to profit off of. With the details updated, we can expect that the buoy line will be five kilometers, so that's around three miles, off the coast of the most northern Israeli town of Rosh Hanikra, which is a big, gorgeous set of grottos, and people are living in that area. That is at a border of Lebanon, so we're talking out to sea. Israel is also set to give up some rights to the Kana gas field, which is a gas field located a bit closer to Lebanon's land, while the Karish field is closer to Israel's land. Israel is expecting a payout for giving up rights to the section of the Kana field that does lie on the Israeli side, as outlined in the agreement. I looked into the person behind this big negotiation because I was curious, and among nations that do not have a peace deal, talking about Lebanon, these are neighbors that have had a lot of tension. So I was wondering who is behind such a tremendous negotiation. Amos Hochstein is an American businessman who was born in Israel. He's 49 years old. He serves as special envoy and coordinator for international energy affairs under the Biden administration. The hunt is on for a Palestinian man who police say shot and killed 18-year-old Sergeant Noah Lazar. She was shot while on duty at a checkpoint in the East Jerusalem area. Last night after the sunset, the observed part of the holiday was finished and she was laid to rest Monday evening in a service at the Kfar Yona Cemetery in central Israel. It was closed to the press. Hundreds of her friends and relatives came for her. She comes from the central Israeli town of Bat Hefer, which is about 50 minutes inland from the city of Netanya, if you're familiar with that. The shooter pulled up to the checkpoint in a white car with a driver. He got out and killed the young woman Saturday at point-blank range. He also seriously wounded a civilian guard that was nearby. This guard is still fighting for his life. He came to Israel from Brazil and served as a lone soldier some years back before officially settling into Israel. The shooter tried to continue his rampage, but his gun jammed. Israeli forces are looking for the man at a Palestinian refugee camp, and they did a big search for him on Sunday. That includes police, the Shin Bet, and the defense forces, all of which believe that the man is hiding in the Shuafat refugee camp. Israeli forces had to push their way in because it was heavily guarded. When they entered Saturday night, hordes of Palestinian men threw rocks and shot fireworks at them. Israel's chief of staff says that he will be investigating what went wrong Saturday afternoon when this terrible incident happened because he wants to get down to the bottom of how it happened and how he can prevent it from occurring again in the future. A 12-year-old Palestinian boy has succumbed to his wounds two weeks after being caught in the crossfires of an Israeli raid in the West Bank. 
since the spring, Israeli soldiers have been entering Palestinian areas to make arrests of people they believe are related to attacks and killings of 19 Israeli civilians who were murdered in the streets by Palestinian terrorists. In response, the IDF is going to find accomplices and relatives of people that they believe are responsible or connected to these crimes. A hundred Palestinians have been killed during these raids, which the military says are largely terrorists and rioters who endangered the lives of soldiers while they were making arrests. So a hundred Palestinians and the IDF says many of which are terrorists or people who came in and tried to block the soldiers from making arrests. Mahoud Samoudi was shot in the abdomen on September 28th in Jenin in the West Bank during a big raid that killed four Palestinian men who came out with guns at the time. Forty others were wounded at this time as well. The circumstances of why and how this 12-year-old was killed are still unknown His funeral took place yesterday, so that was Monday. The pictures of the women surrounding the casket are very sad. A young Arab-Israeli man has been shot dead in a continued spate of gun violence plaguing the Arab-Israeli community. The man was between 17 and 20 years old. His exact age has not been confirmed. He was shot at a grocery store in a city north of Netanya, Police are investigating why. The boy is the 88th victim of Arab-Israeli gun violence this year alone. And after this writing, another news story came up that another Arab-Israeli man was shot and killed. He's 30 years old. That's a developing story that I'll bring to you in the next episode. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News with us, We'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show and helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you to all of my loyal listeners. Thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, our world politics. We have one link in the show notes. You can click on that. It'll take you to the page where you can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. Check that out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News as well as Channafold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. If you're a frequent listener to the Israel Daily News podcast, you'll know that I like to end each broadcast with a nice feel-good story. So here's one from Haaretz about a village in Israel right on the border of Lebanon that has just been opened up to Israeli tourists. It's called Gajar. And the reporter that wrote this story for Haaretz says that it's technically both Israel and Lebanon. It has a border right in the middle. And after 22 years of severe restrictions to enter this place, it's now open to the Israeli public. It's known for its excellent fresh coffee and is full of beautiful, luxurious homes and an observation point that looks out over the Hasbani River. The guests from Israel came from all walks of life, whether it be a religious Jewish family, a group of elderly people from a Druze community in Israel, 
or Arab Israelis or Palestinians. Everyone said that they came to see the never-before-seen sites and the colorfully painted village properties and architecture. Around 2,700 people live in this town. They're called Alawites, and they are considered to be their own ethnic group. Visitors say that they are totally enamored by this village, with one telling the Haaretz reporter, They just now opened it. It's like going abroad. Look how pretty it is. There's Lebanon. Amazing. Look how much money they have here. Look at these magnificent houses. They are overflowing with money. End quote. So I liked that as a story to send you off with today, a, a new place for visitors to go check out, especially if you're having a little cabin fever or if you're in Israel this week and you want to take advantage of the holiday and see something new. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Tuesday, October 11th. 2022 Tel Aviv has a low of 23 degrees Celsius and a high of 29 degrees that's 69 degrees Fahrenheit for the low going up to 81 degrees for the high subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple podcast or wherever you're hearing it from we are everywhere don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. Thank you to Michelle Milner for her social media work on our Instagram page, israeldaily.news. Shana Tova, Happy New Year from my home to yours. Here's a song called Hof Ahava, or Beach Love in English, if you translate it, by Ya'ara Sholian, a talented Israeli artist that I like very much. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week. Don't forget, enjoy the holiday.
שירים אחרי